Ian. I'm like, what? Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Magical Stories of Healing and Spiritual Gifts podcast. I am David here with my lovely wife, Megan. Hey, everyone. And we are so excited. We have an incredible guest with us today, uh, Warren Gumpel. He is a founder of the Ketamine Fund, producer of uh, the Lamar Odom movie, Reborn, a uh, business partner of Michael Zappelin. We are so excited to have you here and your mission of what the Ketamine Fund's mission, if, if correct me if I'm wrong, is to reduce the suicide rate by 75%. You know, it's possible that we have a tool here that, that uh, is so effective for suicidal ideation that, you know, we, we, we want to shoot for the stars. You know, they, it's an epidemic of suicides here and yeah. the effects on families are horrible. So, you know, we'd like to reduce it by 100%. I believe that if, if, if 100% of the people got ketamine in that last hour where there was contemplation and people were educated to know, I think we could easily reduce it by 75%. There's a ways to go to for the adoption and education, and that's what we're focusing on. But yeah, that's the goal is to, is to just stop this epidemic. Wow. Oh, th thank you so much for making time for us today, man. I know I, I, it's funny how we've come across this. I was mentioning before we started this, um, Megan and I have been on this plant medicine kick for a couple years now because of our incredible psychedelics, in psychedelics and plant medicine yeah. because of her experiences with ayahuasca and the healing from that. Yeah. We didn't know anything about ketamine until we got divinely connected with Michael Zapp, Zappi. And you know what's funny is seriously, Zappi played a role in me even actually taking the plunge and doing ayahuasca. I shit you not. I had so much anxiety because I knew... I kind of knew what to expect and I have a lot of trauma. So I was like, man, I, I have some shit to face, you know? And yeah. so I was just like, I don't know if we're going to do that. And I had a lot of evil in my childhood. And so I didn't want any like dark forces taking over. I mean, I was just, you know, the mind just goes crazy. And like when you research ayahuasca, even if you research like positive stories, ayahuasca, none of them sound great. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because I watched his documentary, the reality of the truth, Dude, like it literally helped me like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get on that plane and I'm going to go. Yeah. And then he is the reason also why I tried ketamine. Right. So I'm like, <laughs> what? Well, I, I can't live without Michael Zappel in my life. What? We, nice. we got on the call to uh, interview about um, ayahuasca and plant medicine and in a, a significant portion talking about ketamine. And we were like, whoa. Uh, yeah. I'm like this is Megan's next step yeah. and then we experienced this so we reached out to you we've heard incredible things about you and y'all the work that you guys are doing and we're like well let's finish our ketamine sessions first and then really discuss it so yeah. um I, we'd love to learn more about you tell us about how you know you know how you came to fruition on this path of ketamine your story and all that we'd love to hear it Sure. You know, I, I suffered since I was a teenager from these bouts of depression that were, you know, they were horrible and, and, uh, you know, they would just come on every couple of years and then the intervals started becoming closer and I, it became unmanageable. And, uh, you know, I went on heavy medications, which I'd been taking those standard SSRIs, you know, since I was, since I was eight, maybe 22 years old. And then, uh, you know, I had this bout that it just wasn't going away and I really started getting hopeless. And then very luckily at that point, ketamine was just breaking the surface. This is about four and a half years ago. And uh, I was running out of options in terms of treating this and it was getting dark. And uh, 
I found ketamine at that point and it was such a magical turnaround for me that, which I find with a lot of people that we help treat is you get out of that dark phase where you have no motivation and you say, all right, I have to be involved in, in promoting and educating people because there's a lot of needless suffering going on. So if I can take somebody that was in my position and educate them about ketamine and get them in and take them out of that space, you know, that's the job that I, that I wanted to do at that point. And that's what I've been really running with and then figuring out how to educate more and more people and giving them that option. You know, that's, that's, and it's, it's amazing because it's so, it's so transformative for someone that's in that state where they really have no motivation, no energy. And then you see them snap back into it after a treatment or two. And it's very fulfilling compared to anything I've ever done in my life. So it's been a blessing to help my health and help me find a role in the world that feels really good to do. That's, that's amazing. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, we have a, it's funny how everything happens for a reason. We have a guy in our group, we actually just interviewed him on our podcast also, uh, Daniel Stone, who's a sweet, sweet yeah, older, so sweet. older gentleman. Um, and he suffered from uh, deep, like suicidal depression yeah, for yeah. like five to 10 years. And mm -hmm. because of the podcast, he's like, well, what the heck's ketamine? He always, he always heard like, party stuff according to ketamine yeah. right yeah uh but he ended up doing the sessions and we just interviewed him he said he doesn't remember what it feels like to be depressed like, i know it that's mind-blowing that is mind-blowing that is awesome i know you know when you've lived in that state for so long those th those dark thoughts the suicidal ideation becomes like becomes your go-to thought and then when you can't even access it because I couldn't believe it wow. so much after those ketamine treatments. There were no resources, no information. You know, my, my understanding of ketamine was you were gonna go into the doctor's office, feel a little <laughs> dizzy, and then, you know, who knows? You know, there wasn't, yeah. there wasn't, I didn't know anything about it. And then after that, to not be able to access those thoughts, I can understand what he was talking about. They're just not present for you to get to. So it's amazing and it's not an unusual story, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's wow. common yeah and the ex what i would do want to talk about is the experience of going yeah. into ketamine itself i've had some really profound experiences <clears throat> um it's just been pretty mind-blowing each time and i've heard as as really cool experiences as i've had i've heard really incredible extreme experiences from like charles patty who we also interviewed and uh, i know in zeph of course <laughs> his stories have obviously going to be i mean he's just such a magical person <laughs> right yeah. right he really is um so uh, could you i mean i don't know if you know a number of how many times you've done it at this point because it's kind of like your baby and that's what you're like bringing into the world but could you talk to us about some of the most profound experiences that you've actually had while you're under ketamine sure. no it's like an hour-long experience like so yeah if you could just tell us about yours yeah i mean it's it sounds very far out and you know it <laughs> is so uh you know it's to talk to somebody that now that you guys have done it, there's like a, there's a way to communicate. But, you know, if I sat and explained this to a person, they might, you know, be a little frazzled, but, you know, a, a, a feeling of journeying through the entirety of space, yes. like an understanding <laughs> of infi an infinite universe, a feeling uh, at the same time that you are the entire universe and, and just a speck of sand on a beach, you know, these like incredible, 
you know, experiences of feeling like a part of the whole that, you know, it, it, it's, it's a feeling that's impossible to describe with words, but, yeah. you know, some of the things I felt blasting off through a trillion universes, you know, how yeah. do you, how do you, <laughs> and then there are other, there are other experiences where I've gone back and revisited these events in my life that I didn't know were so important and such a big reason for why I was experiencing some of the anxiety and depression where I've gone back to an event in my life that obviously has had a profound impact. And I've watched some of these events in the room with myself at a different age and whatever was going on and watched these experiences from a very objective third party uh, perspective. And I've been able to take the charge off of some of these things that caused me so much pain. I didn't realize that they were, you know, these are things that happened when I was five, seven, 10 years old and not necessarily anything so terrible, but just these things that obviously impacted my emotional growth. So I've been able to revisit them in perfect HD reception and watch them from, a, from an outside perspective and be able to understand some of the situations and just take that negativity off of it and take that loop that it that it obviously caused my brain to to start pursuing which are these negative thoughts anxiety and uh you know those are two very common things and two things that i experience is you know interstellar travel and you know revisiting your own past like it's a movie that you get to watch so that's kind of far out for people that couldn't even possibly understand but these are co very common uh common ways of, that people yeah. describe their their uh infusions so yes yeah it's your, hard <clears throat> yours was similar yeah your, your consciousness literally goes somewhere else i mean it really does i've i've definitely had my um days of experimenting with psychedelics and now it's more of a we megan and i rarely rarely die. when we do it's more of a ceremonial sacred thing we're looking for guidance or clarity <laughs> or something but except for mushrooms we'll hit on that later though. yeah mushrooms will hit on later right. but um yeah it's same thing we'll definitely talk about kind of our experiences and what we got out of it for me it was it was interesting. I, anything, the, the, the main reason we were going was actually for Megan. Megan has had just, I mean, 10 lifetime movies worth of uh, pretty yeah. unfortunate extreme trauma in her life from five years old up to her, uh, um, up to like the thirties, like constantly. Yeah. Uh, as, so, you know, this healing journey with her, um, we've tried multiple things and have found these key elements that have worked. So right, we, like ayahuasca, sorry, <clears throat> almost allergies ayahuasca helped you know tremendously but you know it didn't just it was not the heal all for me you right, know? Of course. right right yeah. so that was it was great for like a couple things for her which is awesome but there were still some pieces left so we went in with the intention of her but as her partner like i want to well two things i'm an extremist fully admit that so i've, I've always been the extremist she is not if there's ever an experience i'm always I like, like to feel safe i want to go to the extreme uh, extreme of it and know the full experience so i'm an extremist yeah. like, I, uh, but i also want to experience what she's experiencing like i want to have a understanding of it too and this movement this movement of magical this company we've created is all about really destigmatizing things and helping people understand and know what really can heal people so i feel like i should experience yes. it too so i can speak yeah. um but you know it was interesting with me one of the uh, I, I had i mean i've heard of people blasting off into space but i've never quite experienced that until ketamine like literally yeah. one of them 
I, it blew my mind. I remember and I was so conscious, I'm like, oh shit, this is it. This is the space thing. Like <laughs> yeah. I was, I went yeah. under and you leave your body. And I looked up and I see all these stars and I'm like, oh, I'm actually in space. <laughs> uh, it blew yeah. my mind. Cause I've only heard about that. Like, and yeah. I've done plenty of psychedelics, but I've never experienced that. And then yeah. it, one of them shot me from like this one world that had this green water and these beautiful rock formations. And it should, it went, it brought me to these different worlds. And it was this, I get chills saying it cause, but it was telling me and showing me like the universe is so vast. Like there is, there are limitless. so many, yeah, it's limitless. Yeah. There's so many other things out there other than earth. Like I was like, man, we are really, we're here on a mission. We chose to come here on a mission. Like oh, for sure. There's, sure. Yeah, there's so many. And I was like, whoa, they showed me another planet. And this sounds so crazy because I was like in a medical facility, like, but yeah, it, it did. It was my <laughs> consciousness. And then what was cool about it, and it's so vivid, it, at the end, it put me in a capsule. It was this tiny capsule and it shot me back to Earth. Like, I remember going into this tiny little capsule and just being <laughs> shot through the stars back to Earth. And I was like, oh my God. And I'm totally conscious. Like, I'm like, whoa. This is all happening <laughs> right now. Yeah. Uh, and for me, I had like epiphany after epiphany, but then when I woke up, I would forget them always. I was like, what the crap? <laughs> like, what the crap? I need somewhere, yeah. like, someone in the room, like journaling for me. Cause you, you know what? They're still there. Like I would, I would scribble sometimes during the experience and they're so profound and you feel them. But sometimes I'd look at what I'd written down and, <laughs> You know, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't have as profound an impact, but, but that being said, feeling that, feeling those things is like super positive. I think that's a big part of the healing because yeah. they are real. It is real when you're in there. It just might not translate into this existence, you know, wow. what you're learning in there. Wow. Oh yeah. That's powerful. I you know, you're dissociated. You're, yeah. You know, you're on Mars, you're dissociated, you're in a different realm you know it's not it's impossible to describe and you're doing a good job i'm trying to encapsulate some of my experiences and all the common things that i hear but you know again no how can you explain this to somebody but you know i understand the i understand the epiphanies and i've had <laughs> i've had many myself you know many that were real that, that really came true that i was able to apply so again it's magical yeah, yes, I love yes, that. Love it. Um, yeah, the one thing I want to touch on too that was really surprising for me that really, really did have a deep impact on me. Um, you know, I'm I'm always I'm I'm very much an advocate of psychedelics as long as it's used in a respectful, responsible way. Anything can be abused, right? Um, mm -hmm. And in my younger, in my uh, years ago, when I was going through less of a sacred, more of an experimental phase, because it was, was helping. He wasn't always like. It that. wasn't always when I first started. It was just I wanted to experiment with everything. <laughs> Uh, but I'm thankful because it helped me get over like alcohol addiction, LSD, and uh, mushrooms are huge for that. But anyway, yeah. you know, anything you do, you can, you can abuse. And there was a couple instances that were, I've had probably 98% of my experiences on psychedelics have been fantastic, but I've had a few key bad trips that were deeply scarring. Like they, yeah. they rocked me because if you, if you have a bad trip and it goes real bad, I mean, that can really <clears throat> mess with your psyche a lot. Oh yeah. And, and it did, it did for years because what I didn't realize was anytime I'd go into another psychedelic experience, I could have a positive experience, but there was this hint, this lingering thing of this bad trip because of how bad yeah. it was. And dude, it was crazy. The, uh, two times ago, this ketamine experience, it's weird. Cause I explained it when I first got out of it. But then I understood it more hours later. Then it hit me. Um, but 
it, sh it shot me to these horrible trips and it showed me pieces of these horrible trips. And then it was like, it cleaned it away. And it cleaned yeah. it away. It was amazing. Yeah, and you it, can feel it cleaning. It was cleaning. It would show me yeah. a visual. Kind of it would show me a visual of this horrendous trip experience that I like didn't even think was in there, but I remember it, but I didn't think it was in there. It was like a subconscious thing. Yeah. And then we clean it. And then hours later, I was like, man, it for some reason it was showing me the bad trip, but I think it was cleaning it. And then sometime after that, we had birthday, Yeah, we had a, a yeah. We did some mushrooms we, on them. But we even know we had them. So it was like, oh, thank yeah. you, universe. So long, long story short, we ended up having doing mushrooms at this beautiful camping site. And then all of a sudden, that, that little hint of that fear, it was like there was an instance and it was just gone. It was gone. Yeah. It, it no yeah. longer existed. And then I was like, I oh, I have never. And then it hit me. I was like, the ketamine took away the fear of the bad trip. How is yeah. that even a thing? Like, and for yeah. my purpose and our purpose and Majigal's purpose, psychedelics aren't everything, but they are, they are an instrumental piece to what I feel needs to be destigmatized and people need to understand to use as a tool. And for that to like, ketamine took away all of the aspect of that bad trip for me, which was yeah. amazing. Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, we're kind of saying kind of the same thing is like that, that was a trauma that yeah. was subconsciously like manifesting and you were feeling it. And, you know, again, the degree of the trauma really doesn't matter if it's affected your emotional development. Like I said, I've gone in and, and been able to see things and exactly the same thing, take the charge off of them. And that's yeah. why, you know, for PTSD, for trauma, these you know, if you take the charge off of the things that are manifesting the anxiety or, or depression or this whole list of things that manifest from complex post-traumatic stress, like anorexia, bulimia, OCD, all of these things, and you've taken the charge off of that underlying trauma, then people start healing. So that, those are obviously traumas for you. They were causing disruptions for you, even in your exploration. And, yeah. you know, they were a bit, they were bigger in your psyche than you imagine so you yeah. took the charge off of it that's it's awesome. amazing yeah totally yeah, amazing yeah. for me i i realized how important it was to pair the two um that was a, a an epiphany i had so i you know i've done mushrooms so many times and they've always been amazing but it was interesting it was different <laughs> so i just had my last ketamine infusion and then he surprised me on this little trip, you know, somewhere that was actually open that we could go to during this pandemic. And so we went and we didn't even know we had we found mushrooms. And so uh, we took we took them and it was such a different experience for me. Like it was like I literally knew I had new neural pathways and like the mushrooms in my system after the ketamine, um, it would I had all these new perspectives on everything in life and like perspectives that are just a hundred percent going to serve me so much better than the perspectives that I had before. And like, I just knew I was like, there is something to like having these new neural pathways and then eating the mushroom. And I only had one cause I wasn't feeling great. My stomach was hurting. So I only had one. I'm like, these are the most powerful mushrooms. Yeah. Um, but it was amazing. I mean, there was so much more I could go into on that night, but it was incredible. Yeah. It's, she can feel those new neural pathways and those perspectives she never had before. So the, yes. the, the benefits, man, it's, it's, and, you talk about that experience you had about it. You saw the light, you, like your brain lit up. Well, like that that's what I was talking about when I said you feel it cleaning. Like yeah. I think it was my third infusion. Um, that it was like it was like someone turned a light switch on, like a light bulb, and my whole brain I could just see it 
light up. Like it was yeah. lit and I could just feel it, just know it to be true that that's what was happening. So yeah. Yeah, this, it's just... What do you feel the magic dose is? Oh, that's a good question. that's what I'm curious about. <laughs> I've done... 90 was amazing for me. 100 was okay. 115 was really fuzzy. Yeah, I, you know, I think for every person it's different. So I think there's a real sweet spot, like you said. If, you, if there's too much, you get into this uh, amnesiac state where, you know, it's, it, it's kind of like an a anesthetic area yes. where you're not going to remember anything so you know depending on your weight and your tolerance is you know i'm sure the doctor started at a at a dose for you to just make sure that it yes. was fine which it is for pretty much everybody and then started stepping it up so i don't think there's a magic dose i think i've seen really big guys respond to lower doses and some people it takes them a little more to break through so it's just finding that right but, but it's not a scary experiment, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. You know, the different doses are very different experiences, but when you yeah. find the right one and you get to that real dissociation where you have no idea who you are, you know, that feeling of not knowing if your body's, you don't know, the, you don't even know you exist. <laughs> so it's hard to come back to yourself without a new perspective on like how, important yet unimportant you are in the scheme of things and how seriously you take yourself you know you know and ketamine also it helped i've had chronic shoulder neck oh, back yeah. pain like forever mm -hmm. and it has been gone since ketamine ayahuasca did that for me and then three months later it came back but like it it definitely it definitely helped with my chronic pain um it, i started waking up earlier like i used to and like even though I'm a very driven person, I was even more driven. I had more motivation. Um, just yeah. things, little yeah, things like that, make a big, big impact. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen, I, you know, with with so many people that we've treated and uh, just seen go through this, I've seen people that hadn't got out of bed in a decade have a treatment, and then the next day they're calling me, telling me they're going to redo their kitchen themselves. So <laughs> yeah. you know, I it, it clicks. It. Yeah, it clicks this motivation in for some people. And, uh, you know, that's amazing. I wanted to go back to, you know, you said your pain was, was cured. And I want to, like, really address this because I think it's important is that, you know, the ayahuasca might have cleared it up for a couple of months. But after you do this ketamine, you know, if you have that sense of relief, there's an interval where you, you know, where especially for me, have, you know, coming from major depressive disorder where, you know, after a certain amount of time, the feelings start creeping back in and you really need to pay attention to the boosters if you're in okay. that state. Some people for PTSD, you know, it clears it up and they don't have to go in for boosters, but talking to the, talking to people that are going in for major depressive disorder is it's very hard to keep people on track. So I get a lot of calls of people that, you know, were cured and then they have to go back in and they're, and they, they don't keep that schedule regularly. So they allow themselves to slide back. So it's very important to understand the interval of how long it's going to work and to keep on that track because it's a very easy solution compared to going on, you know, one of those medications that's in your system, but you mm -hmm. do need the maintenance of it. And then yeah, after a couple of years, yeah, after a couple of years, those intervals extend and some people don't have to go back, but, but it's important to, to keep that in mind and not, not beat yourself up over it because it does feel good to feel cured. But right. if it starts creeping back in, you get to go in 
have that experience of going to Mars again, and then you get to feel <laughs> good again. So it's not a big, it doesn't, right. it's not that big of a, of a cost. Oh, right. darn, I have to go have this profound experience again. Right. Dang it. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right, right. I'm like, oh gosh, does that mean I have to do ayahuasca again? Oh, that was, that was rough. <laughs> that was rough. It was rough. Um, well, can, take us, bring us up to speed of where you're at now. This ketamine fund is so exciting, uh, what you guys are doing. I, I, I read an article, but I, it's such an older article. I think it was late 2019. You're doing like 400 infusions for veterans. I mean, there's been so much cool stuff on it. Talk, talk to us about the fund. Yeah, I mean, we, we really have this amazing clinic that we've been working with in Salt Lake City, uh, Dr. Bob Heemstra. And really, a t really after we started treating the veterans, we, we put the program in place is the whole office became, started being run by veterans. So now, Whoa. yeah, so now the office manager is a veteran, pretty much everyone in there. I think there's six veterans employed there now. And all, I think all of them have had ketamine treatments. Certainly the manager, Oric, is, is, uh, had his ketamine treatments and decided to, to, to start working there. But yeah, we started the fund, uh, have trying, been trying to do like a specific clinical study of, of at least gathering some data for a lot of these veterans that come back with PTSD and are you know on heavy amounts of medication. So we've given those 400 out. Uh, we're, we're always in the process of fundraising because that's not so easy in the last couple of months with COVID and oh, the yeah. stock market dumping. It's just not a great time. So we're in the process of raising money again to, to restart another, another clinical study and try to expand outside of Salt Lake City to be able to treat anyone in the country that calls in that's a veteran that needs treatment. That, that's been that's that's the goal for for the rest of this year is to never have to say no to anyone that calls in and needs a treatment. So we and we have amazing clinics all throughout the country that have you know given us breaks in terms of uh, the cost for needs patients and uh, we just need to have enough to treat everybody that needs it. So that's the goal. That's where we are now is is still treating getting through the rest of those uh, treatments in Salt Lake City and trying to move forward and have it offered to more people. That's awesome. That is awesome. We are super grateful and absolutely honored to be able to get this message and just push it to everywhere we possibly can because everyone Thank needs you. to hear this stuff. Everyone needs to hear it, man. There's, uh, I see people posting on Facebook, like, do you have an antidepressant that you recommend? Oh. And I'm like cringing. I'm like, yeah, I do. It's called ayahuasca and ketamine and mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's, it's yeah, yeah. There's this. I think there's there's such this great awakening happening right now on many fronts. But the one of the fronts is this such blaring, clearing obviousness of the pharmaceutical industry and how that is not where your answers are going to be. And there's these natural. There's this awakening of these natural medicines and these medicines like ketamine and MDMA and ayahuasca and mushrooms, like all these different alternatives that are are having incredible results. It's just mm -hmm. a matter. Of since they're so, for so many years, so stigmatized, uh, the cognitive dissonance is really heavy with people, but not that this is a good thing. People are getting so sick and so depressed that they're willing to try something yeah. new and try something yeah. else, you know? Um, so, but, and could you speak a little bit about, I don't know if you can, I don't know what the uh, PR is with this, the, the film, yeah. has it been released yet? The Lamar Odom film? It's not released yet. We're in the sales process. We have an amazing sales agent and executive producers. It's being showed, shown to all the streaming services over the last week or so. So really current. 
And then we're just waiting to see who we can make the right, you know, arrangement with and get it out as soon as possible because that information needs to be available, you know, yes. and, and, and we're talking about the stigma. You know, I, I get a lot of inbound phone calls of people that start with, well, is this a horse tranquilizer? <laughs> I'm used, right. to, I, I'm used yeah. to it. You know, it's a long conversation <laughs> from there, but you know, I think my job is to, is to get them is to, is to, Put enough in front of people so they come in a little further beyond that point is like all right this is an fda approved treatment it's been studied by yale it was you know rate, rated as a top 10 medical breakthrough by the cleveland clinic you know there's positive positive results from trials at johns hopkins and harvard university you know i'd like people to get to get uh to that point so they understand it's a it's a very safe very very available uh you know, medication and treatment. So that's the goal. Like same thing that you guys are doing to destigmatize these things that actually work and uh, hopefully to amplify the quality of life for a lot of people. And like you said, David, it's people are suffering so bad that they're overcoming those stigma, but we need to educate more. We need pe people to adopt these things quicker because some people aren't getting past that step. And, you know, there, there's, there's so much we can do to just scream from the rooftops. And that's kind of the role that I've taken on and what you guys are doing as well. Wow. That, uh, that statement was so powerful. We need to use that with everything you just said as the preview clip. Cause that was like, I think one of, there's so many incredible parts to this interview, but that really, that, that's so key because that's right. That's what you'll get is, Oh, I've seen someone do this at a music festival. Or, there's just so much programming and conditioning. You know, we right. are conditioned to believe that, the things that are supposed to help us are actually the things that are killing us and hurting us, you know? And so yeah. we're, it's just the deprogramming and that, that's a challenge, but you know, yeah. there's a lot of people that are finally opening up to it. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like yeah. you're doing all that's that. I'm glad you addressed the horse tranquilizer thing too. Cause that's what people, that's the first like yeah. immediate thing that goes into their mind. And it's like, no, <laughs> listen to some facts yeah. real quick. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome, man. I, I think, you know, having Lamar, having people see someone they identify, identify with, like Lamar, go through it and how magical the treatments are and how much he benefits. I think that's an important component for people to see is like it's done in a medical office with a doctor. You know, it's it's very it's it's precision. It's administered precisely. You know, it's you're in there for an hour. You're back to yourself wanting to have lunch you know, an hour and a half later. It's not, that's, it's not scary for most right. people, you know? People have access some, some, some memories that can be emotional, but I'd say for most people, it's not scary at all. Sometimes they have like this cathartic release of emotions because they've, they're revisiting something they haven't seen, but it's, it's very pleasant for, for most people, like yeah. an amazing yeah. experience, so. Yeah, that's um, what I was. That's what I was gonna say about the Lamar Odom thing, man. That's huge because that's someone that everyone can be like, oh wow, like that's gonna be such a a great. It's a great step in this movement for sure. Yeah, and they'll see. I they'll know so. the, the before and the after. Yeah. Yeah, and you see it in the movie. You see it on his face the day before his first ketamine treatment to the day after. You know his frequency has shifted, and it really was that quick for Lamar. And he, you know, he started applying better practices in his life right after the ketamine started and you know it, it's, it's magical 
And he was one of the people that it was instantly magical for, which is so amazing to capture that because, you know, some people after their first treatment, they get something out of it. You know, the second treatment might be their breakthrough. Some people, their fifth treatment, but Lamar was like a first treatment breakthrough. And to be able to witness that and kind of be a fly on the wall, it's totally amazing. Wow, totally amazing. Awesome. Well, man, I got, I got to ask before we end it here, what, what's the highest dose you've done? Totally curious. <laughs> uh, well, you know, Dr. Heemstra in Salt Lake City will stack the doses. So an intramus intramuscular dose. Yeah. So, you know, I've done 150 and, you know, intramuscular and I've done even more IV, but, you know, I, at the same time, you get to a stage where you don't remember anything. So. Say, yeah. 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 So it's not even about pushing like the, the dosage because if you push it too high, it's not, it's just not nothing as, profound, as an experience. Yeah. So, you know, once you find the dose that you can, you know, fly through Mars with, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think a right around yeah. there is the dose, whatever it is for you, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. Once you detach that, that dissociative dose, which, you know, people get as they as their doses escalate but with dr Heemsha, you know 150 milligrams intramuscular and you know that's pretty much the cap of where nice. of where you're of where you're conscious yeah for me that's at awesome least. well yeah. um so talk to us about where so i know the ketamine fund is the big thing you guys are working on right now where can they um, we're all we're gonna post whatever links you need to to all the channels on this interview uh where can they find you for anyone listening yeah, so ketaminefund.org, you know, that's a good place to go and look. And if you want to donate, of course, it's appreciated. You know, every time people donate, it's just offering veterans and hopefully we're expanding beyond veterans, but right now offering veterans free treatments. Uh, we've also amazingly, Zappy and I started working with a traditional drug rehabilitation center and they're implementing the ketamine protocols. They're really like, they really are, are focused on adjusting those outcomes because the, 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 those rehab facilities have like a 5% success rate. And these guys at Road to Recovery in Fort Lauderdale that we're working with, they're actually focused on changing the industry. So we're going to be starting those protocols probably next week. And I think it's going to be amazing for, for the, the drug and alcohol rehab industry and for people suffering from those things. So you know, we're working with those guys. Uh, we're also starting something called Keta MD, which is an amazing thing. You know, this really came up during COVID. This is a way where you can get telemedicine ketamine and you would do a, your treatment via a telemed platform with an advocate like me or Zappi or, uh, you know, some of the veterans that we've treated have signed up to be advocates. So, You'd speak to your doctor via telemed, get, get your medicine shipped out, and then you would log back on and, uh, and go through the experience with an advocate and have somebody there that you can call and say, you know, this is how I'm feeling now. Can you advise me of, of anything? So that's something that, amazing that came out wow. of this. Whoa. That came out of this. Yeah. That man, cool. the, the, opera, that, yeah. the potential. I'd there. much rather do it at home. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow, the potential of that is amazing. That means you can reach people that don't have to have a facility. I mean, if obviously you want to have a facility, but the potential to be able to do that without it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, 
people that are severely depressed, they don't necessarily want to go after they've failed 20 treatments. They don't believe anything's going to work and they don't want to go into a doctor's office to try something else, but this will give people the opportunity to try it at a much lower cost than going into a clinic. And, uh, I think it's going to save a lot of people, you know, and and it's going to, it's going to be open to a much broader percentage of the public just because of the drop in costs and the ease the ease right. of doing it so yep. i yep. think that that's the way to 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 get more people to to go down the pathway awesome that's cool. awesome well, i'm excited very excited about that yeah, yeah you well be. man thank you so so much for your time yeah. today man this has been so cool so awesome to chat with you we really appreciate it um the last thing we always ask every person on our show with one last yeah. question is yeah. uh, if you could leave the world with one message what would it be just be empathetic try to find it if you don't feel it look to discover it uh yeah. you know the world needs it right now it's this has been a very hard time yeah. you know find empathy for other people no, awesome. no, try to be inclusive the divisiveness is not working so just yeah. understand we all can't we're all one family we're all really one organism yeah. and uh and it's just it's hatred is not worth it and it's uh, human life will not be sustained through hatred we need to come together absolutely so well said absolutely yeah. hate will never transmute hate only will only love only love will do that so um thanks man i appreciate everything thanks for your time right. and uh have a great rest of your day tell zappy thank hi. you guys yeah, tell zappy we right. said what's up <laughs> i will i will bye guys bye guys